Hello, everyone. Welcome to the final week of the Political Panda program for 2023. Welcome to the final week of season two of the Political Panda program. Welcome. Welcome. We got uh, a little bit of news to talk about. We'll bring you updates on Joe Biden and his fantastic poll numbers, some of the best poll numbers I've ever seen. So popular. Uh, one of the best presidents of all time. I'll bring you updates from the Catholic Church because uh, a new update just dropped, and it's a little weird. You know, Earth updates, you know, these days, a little weird. You know, patch notes, a little funny to read. No understanding of what they're meant to mean, but hey, uh, we'll talk about the failure that has now spread to Europe, and of course, hilarity in the student loan realm, all that, and much more on today's show. If you haven't already, please do consider subscribing. Follow the show on Twitter and True Social. And you can check out all the articles, link in the description. Well, starting with Israel today, its hilarity continues to shock me for really how uncontroversial this stuff should be. I, I didn't think this would go for this long, in which I'd have to keep laying it out that, you know, you know, maybe if you keep on pushing and having anti-Semitism on your campus, that, you know, maybe some people would eventually, you know, block funding for your university, <clears throat> UPenn. Um, it, it's really weird how that works. It, it is. Uh, I, I'm... You know, not surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. And, uh, good. Good. And why Why should any of these universities that let this stuff spew get the... If, if it goes the other way around where you can't... Remember, calling for the genocide of Jews, A-okay. A-okay, because they're oppressors. They're an oppressive class, obviously. Mm. Mm, mm-hmm. Oppressive class, I'm sure. I'm I'm real sure. Yep. Ah. Uh, that that's that's what my my fellow young people, okay, we're so many of us are so fucking dumb, right? There's a poll that came out. I don't have it on me. I've been so busy trying to find all the news that I can for this last week and the thing with this poll though is that it's like 8 in 10 to almost 6 in 10 of, like, 18 to 24-year-olds are all, like, for this shit. Like, the anti-Semitism is out of this world. Like, Hitler's youth, like, it goes crazy nowadays. Just now with, like, 15 times more androgynous rainbow barf everywhere from in their hair. Like, it's, it, it's wild. It, it's wild. Welcome to my failure cohorts in this great age. Welcome. Yay. Hooray. Well, it gets even it gets even better. A Qatar-funded organization that urges Hamas families to you know just not don't don't slam Hamas you know because we host Hamas, and you know we also you know give them you know money, you know because why not you know remember you know even though we've been helping to get the hostages out. You know, don't slam Hamas. They're great people. They're great people, guys. Yes, they're just, they're so fantastic. You know, they're just, they're just misunderstood. That's all it is. They're just misunderstood. 
you know, if we all just took a step back and we started really looking at them, I'm sure we'd find out that, you know, like what all those young college uh, morons, you know, we'd all learn that they're just misunderstood like they are. I'm sure. Mm. Mm hmm. Very much misunderstood. I'm sure. Well, the IDF over in Israel discovered the new largest tunnel of Hamas inside of Gaza that uh, hilariously was only a few hundred yards away from a humanitarian crossing. How convenient is that? How convenient. It's right next to it. How convenient. Oh, lovely. Lovely. With a train track and all for easy movement. Oh, how wonderful. How how wonderful is that? Oh. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I'm sure that there's nothing bad that goes on down there. And I'm sure that there's definitely never been, you know, some theft going on down there of supplies of humanitarian aid that's meant to go to the people. No, no, no. Come on. That's silly, guys. Come on. That's just ridiculous. And the, the hilarity doesn't stop, so there's a new report coming out that apparently there is believed to be hundreds of Hamas terrorists living inside of Germany currently, which I don't know why, but to me, I find this to be hilarious. Yes, the one country, the main country that perpetrated, you know, the killing of the Jews in the 20th century now has the most amount of, like, terrorists like Hamas, sort of anti-Semitic terrorists, out of all the other like countries that they're aware of as of right now, right? Apparently, according to the report, there are approximately 450 of them inside the country. Ah, you know, it's it's a good amount. It's a it's a good amount. I'm I'm sure that there's nothing wrong with this at all. You know, it's not like there's just a few of them that were arrested just the other day. No, no, and that I'm sure. I'm sure this will all be handled and that there is definitely, definitely no terrorist attack being planned at all. And that I'm sure there is not going to be one that... I'm sure. I'm sure. Nope. We are all safe. We're all good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hilariously, the biggest story of the week last week literally drops as... I'm all done with the show, and it infected everyone's Twitter timeline. Um, you've probably seen it if you are on Twitter and you're like me and you look at the news, or if you just look at the news in general, you, you've probably seen it. But if for whatever reason your eyes didn't have the misfortune of coming across it, uh, lucky you. But... So inside of the U.S. Senate hearing room, a Democrat staffer filmed an amateur gay sex porno inside the room. And uh, my eyes will never recover uh, from the amount of times I've seen it because everybody kept posting it and talking about it. And um, I, I, I've almost had enough. Uh, poor, uh, poor Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar's desk is where it was reported to uh, have been above, uh, sadly for her. 
definitely going to need a lot of bleach, both on the desk and in the eyes after seeing it. And uh, you'll never guess this, but as soon as the identity of the person was revealed, uh, the person was immediately, of course, fired, obviously. And uh, now, uh, in some ways, I don't really call it an accusation at this point when it's pretty obvious that it's, you know, you. And, uh, yeah, well... Of course, the person responded on Friday with a statement posted on LinkedIn for whatever reason, because I guess posting on an actual, you know, relevant social platform is a little too hard. This has been a difficult time for me, as I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a, uh, I love to pursue a political agenda. While some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Yeah, because, you know, sticking it in a dude's anal cavity, definitely not disrespecting your job. You know, this is some, I am a straight up, uh, what's it, an ex exhibitionist. And I, I, I was like, you know, I, I they took the chance and they went for it. And yeah, it didn't work out too well. By the way, the fact that this person was even hired in the first place is some Biden administration competence. Okay, I know that the government, if they, if someone, if you're getting a government job and they tell you, all right, we're going to do a background check. And I am, I'm telling you, the, the entire idea that even a background check is performed, they must be like the, the shittiest background checks I've ever seen. I kid you not, this dude on his fucking Instagram is like, I'm going to spare your eyes and my eyes again, because I don't want to see it again. But his, his fully on his Instagram, just basically in, like, bondage gear, basically, like, naked. And I'm like, yeah, you hired this dude? Yeah, no wonder why you're fucking, like, he fucked inside the Senate hearing room. You're the one who fucked this up in, to begin with. Why would you even hire a person like this? This is almost as bad as, like, a criminal. Like, please. Oh, my God, my eyes are physically burning. So, and, you know, of course... Uh, apparently, though, apparently, uh, he also wants to, like, sue, apparently, we're just, uh, which I don't know who he's gonna sue, as, you know, uh, you, you did it, man, like, it's, it's pretty obvious, like, it was, it was you, like, we can easily tell. You know, like, this isn't some, like, um, I wonder who it is, you know, this isn't a cocaine situation in the White House, you know, we can, we can figure this one out in, like, five seconds, and we, we did, we, we solved that case real quick as the internet, so, uh, yeah, but decency is on the ballot, guys, decency, mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm, and, well, poor, poor Joe Biden. His motorcade over in uh over in Delaware got crashed into. And it's just it's so so disappointing and is definitely not in any way ironic to the fact that someone just straight up collided with it. He was walking out of his own campaign headquarters. I mean, honestly, truly hilarious, to say the least, actually, that some person actually crashed in into it. I mean, 
that's 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 definitely a like hilarious sort of thing. By the way, a uh, person has been charged with a DUI, and uh, funny thing, when officers got close enough to actually uh like look at the guy he was just as confused as joe biden so even more fitting actually even uh even more fitting. <laughs> yeah no uh so how how's the biden administration doing it's a car crash it is a non-stop fucking four-year-long car crash that just keeps going and you think like the worst of it is over but yet somehow some way it got worse like the car had already came out of the station already looking like a car crash and then afghanistan happened and we're like oh man what a car crash and then the car crash just kept happening like it just kept going like it, the, the pile up the amount of explosions the cars on fire everywhere just continue to multiply everywhere and it's incredible it is incredible so truly what a metaphor and if you don't believe me that the biden administration it is a bit of a car crash. Kamala Harris, for the very first time in the entirety of the Biden administration, now technically polls one percentage point higher than Joe Biden. That's right. Kamala Harris is at 35 to 34 over Biden. It's going great, guys. It is going great. Every single, every single week, it is getting better and better for Joe Biden. Man, never thought we'd see the day that Kamala Harris, one percentage point higher. And the only reason why she's one percent higher is because nobody actually knows that she's doing like anything. So no one's actually sure what she does. And so, you know, we're... Like, oh, well, she's not really doing anything, so she must be better, right? Must be. But not too much better. Mm -mm. Not too much better. Well, sticking in the Biden camp, Eric Swalwell as well, uh, another piece of shit who somehow is still in Congress after, I kid you not, fucking a Chinese spy. This is not, not hyperbole. Real, real shit. Uh, <laughs> helped Hunter Biden defy Congress. Woo, man, hooray, hip, hip, hooray, Mr. Swalwell today. Uh, oh, wait, hold up, and he's going to face legal trouble. He could face legal troubles, I should say, potentially, potentially. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Wow, you're telling me a piece of shit helped another piece of shit? Wow, shocking, shock, horror, ah, surprise, like... Yeah, apparently he was, uh, he's apparently being accused of aiding and abetting Hunter's contempt of Congress currently. The fact that, that even Eric Swalwell is still even in Congress confuses the hell out of me. Okay, if George Santos can't be in Congress, then uh, I don't think Eric Swalwell should be either. But I could say that about uh, another 400 plus people in the entirety of the U.S. government. Or I should say like a lot more. A lot, a lot, a lot more. Well, officially, there's a monument that is going to be tore down in the U.S. And all over the media, we're being told that it is called a Confederate memorial. 
But if you look at the history of what this monument means and what it symbolizes, I think it should really tell you a lot about where we are in America. Can it be called a Confederate monument? I mean, I guess if you don't really care about the history of it, sure. Yeah. Well, what is the mo monument? It is sort of a reunification monument that is in Arlington National Cemetery, and the monument was constructed well after the Civil War to show that the monument represents the sort of reunification of the country. That's what it's meant to mean, right? It means that, like, hey, like, we as a nation, you know, we fought over slavery, we fought over these things, but yet we still were able to come back together and be one whole nation again, north and south, you know, fully coming back together. Now, obviously, if you're a moron, uh, moron lib, then, of course, ah, you hear the word confederate and immediately you think of, you know, it only being a racist statue, and so then you tear it down. Of course, of course, of course, yeah, because there, there, there would definitely never be any deeper meaning behind a, a statue meant around reunification. No, guys, come on, reunification, that's not what the American people want these days, no, come on, everybody knows reunification. Well, we're not meant to be united. You're meant to divide everybody. Be all completely, you know, alone. Make it to where no one's coming to help you. You know, break group down by group and get rid of those. And then finally, when they get all the way to you, there's no one else left. Oh, to help you. Oh, man, so great. Hmm. So great. Well, student loans restarted. And, you know, that's great. You know, people started repaying their loans. And, you know, I'm sure that everything is, you know, going going good, right? Well, a bit of a problem. Bit of a problem. Some new data has come out from the education department that a f about 40% of student loan borrowers have already missed their first payment after the pandemic era freeze. The first payment that was due, you know, was back in October and, uh, well, a majority made this successfully made their first payment. About 60% of the borrowers, some 13.2 million people who owed a payment in October made the payment by the middle of last month. But that means that 40% of others uh, didn't. Well, what is what exactly does this really mean? Eh, not much. It can just be reported to a credit, credit bureaus, and if you're delinquent on your payments, that is, until next September, blah, blah, blah. You know, defaults also will not begin until next year, so you're, you're all good. You're all good. Everything's fine. You know, we could just keep kicking that thing down the road. I'm sure we'll get to paying all of it off and debt-wise later. You know, we'll, we'll get it done later. You know, Bidenomics, folks, it's working. 
it is working. Ugh. So happy that everything is just going so fantastically in America. Mm. Mm. Just gets better and better day by day. Day by day. Well, a new Catholic church patch came out. Uh, and I must admit, it, it's a it's a patch that I'd seen coming down the pipeline. You know, the developers over uh, at at uh, We Don't Touch Kids Anymore, We Swear uh, Studios really really introduced a new one. And you know, their their head their head of studio, Pope Francis, he really has a, a sort of in a way of calling things a real development. Well, what, what did they do? Well, if you are a priest, you can now officially bless same-sex couples. Now, here's the thing. You can bless the couples, but it's been made clear that it's not the same as a marriage sacrament, a formal ceremonial rite. It also it was not a blessing of the relationship. All right? isn't any sort of, you know, thing, but we are saying that you can bless the wedding. But it doesn't mean that two dudes or two girls or whatever other thing that you are, it doesn't mean that that's good, but we'll still bless it. And you also can't do the proper marriage thing, but you can be blessed in it. You can be. I'm sure that that's I'm 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 sure that that means something to somebody out there, but um, in my eyes, if you're able to bless something, but it doesn't mean you're going through the proper other thing, that really just means that you've put up empty jargon. But at the same time, it's it's like you've sort of put forward a thing, and then you also didn't at the same time. Morals, everyone! Ooh, yay! Pope Francis, everyone. What a great pope. What a great pope. Oh. What a great, great pope. Mm. He knows how to bring out interesting patches that really get the world talking, I tell you. You know, he's, he's, he knows how to do it. You know, he gets us talking. And with these patches, he's really making it really exciting, honestly, some might say. So, uh, yes, if you're... If you're out there, you can now uh, get some blessings from uh, your local Catholic church, you same-sex couples. But remember, but remember, don't actually have gay sex now or whatever you do. Just don't don't do it. But we can bless it. We can bless your same-sex couple. But don't do it. Don't we don't support the thing though? Okay, okay, we don't. It's, it's not what we do here. All right, it's not what we do. Speaking of other things that have just dropped. Around the U.S., each state has a flag, and a lot of them are not very good, right? They're not very good flags, okay? They're, they're just, a lot of them are just seals, like uh, the, you know, the sort of seal of the state, and then a flag, and they're really, really not good. And so sometimes people want to, you know, get them updated, get them to be, uh, you know, changed, and, well, Minnesota is one such state that has decided to, you know, change their flag. And, well, if you look at 
the new flag for, you know, the, the, the for Minnesota. It, 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 it reminds you of another flag, right? It reminds you of another flag. Like, it really doesn't look like it represents in terms of colorway, you know, the Minnesota, but it reminds you of another flag. That's right, the Puntland State of Somalia flag. Now, obviously, you very much have seen this flag before, obviously, of course. You know, if you want to see what the flag looks like, it's down in the description. I'll kind of describe it to you. So the new flag in Minnesota has a sort of, if you picture the Nepal flag, it has that on the left side of it with a little, like, star-looking symbol inside of it. Um... And with uh, three stripes on the right of it, where it's got a very much like a teal, uh, all white, and green, sort of lightish green stripe on the bottom. Now, if you look at the Puntland of Somalia flag, it just has a star, a blue, not as teal type stripe, white in the center, and then a green, almost light green, same light green shade on the bottom. Why would this be? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's the largest Somali population in the West there. I don't know. But it's a, you know. Honestly, uh, even though it's like a slight improvement over the other one, I don't really like it. I'm going to be honest. Even if this didn't have like some other like bullshit meanings to it, I still don't think it's a good flag either. It's not... It's just... It's not a very good flag to represent, like, Minnesota. It's not what I think. Like, the flag of this should be a little bit more representative of Minnesota. And it just, it doesn't work, man. I'm sorry. It's kind of boring. It's kind of lame. This, like, this type of flag, sorry about that. Uh, it, it, it looks to be something else, right? It looks to be something else. Uh... Like a like maybe like a full on like country flag like that flag looks like a country level flag right it looks like a country flag I don't know per my personal my personal opinion uh so hey it's whatever and finally you know just in case uh, you'd already forgotten threads was a, uh, you know, it, it hit us like a truck. You know, Twitter was so dead, it's so dying, and, you know, Threads, it's gonna, it's gonna take over the world, right? It's gonna take it over. Yeah, how, how is that going? Well, let's see. Until just the other day when Threads announced that it was gonna be joining the Fediverse to be able to have a whole bunch of other stuff, then, um, you know, that was the first time Mark Zuckerberg had threaded anything in three weeks yeah threads it's a lie uh yeah no it's it, it's a it's a dead place well it's now in europe yay so it's gonna get what a big old push of like new active users for a few weeks and then die again man not nothing like being brought back from the dead just to die again, you know. Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, enjoy, enjoy Europe, enjoy a social platform that's uh already dead. I mean, like, like really, like already dead. So, good job, everyone.
Good job. Good job to everyone out there. Ugh, threads. It's 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 the it's the Twitter killer, right, guys? Right, just like the like Mastodon, and all the other ones, and, and Blue Sky, right? Yes, mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh wait, what what's this? A uh, graph of Twitter Twitter usage is up. Oh 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 uh, oh, shock. Ah, uh, hmm. Hmm. Anyway. That's going to do it for uh, today's show. If you happened to enjoy it, please do consider subscribing. Follow on Twitter and True Social, and you can check out all of the articles and stuff down in the description. And I'll see you right back here for the Tuesday edition of the program. Have a good rest of your day.